Radio Texas, live with Buddy Logan. Cody Johnson hanging out with us, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. I am very, very thankful to be here. It's so good to see you. You too, man. It's, it's weird now we're sitting on the bus doing this interview and we're not, I'm not knocking on the door of the studio going, hey, Pull, please, please let me in. Pulling please up in your pickup in. truck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, things have been going well, man. Congratulations. You had the new Artist of the Year nomination at the CMAs. Thank you. It's one of those things where you just had to be happy to be nominated, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because it, for me, it, show, it showed that new people were listening. Um, and after 13 years playing music, you know, you still want to remain focused on creating new fans. And, you know, just because you've been playing for that long doesn't mean you've conquered everything you want to conquer, you know. Right. And so uh, to have those new people paying attention, it proved to me not only that we're doing the right thing, we're still developing fans, but it was the right thing to make the merger with Warner Nashville because that was one of the huge things that we wanted from them was – the radio play where we couldn't get radio play right and the distribution where we couldn't get distribution on our own and that's what brought those new fans and so it's been a really it's been a really fun process to watch how excited were you when you've got the nomination did you have any idea like were you even were you even ah maybe i'll get it wasn't even in your mind uh honestly it didn't matter to me whether we won or whether we lost right. it was really nice to be to be invited to to be included Everybody's like, are you, are you nervous you're going to lose? And I'm going, man, no, I, I'm going to go play a show. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, go I back just, out on the road. Yeah, I mean, and it's, I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm so, God has blessed me so much. I get to play, I get to do what I wanted to do at 12 years old for a living. And, I, and I've never forgotten that. So, yes, we were really excited to have the nomination. But if we, it, I was very happy for Ashley McBride. Yeah, everybody's like, deserving, yeah. I actually had somebody tell me, they were like, you did a really good job of faking your reaction. I was like, that was genuine. <laughs> I was so proud of her, you know? Right. Cody Johnson hanging out with us. It's Radio Texas Live. Uh, we got more coming up. More with Cody on the way. I'm out. Big show tonight. Cody Johnson hanging out with us. Cody, uh, your music recently surpassed one billion streams. That means people are listening, man. You it's, know what that means, right? It means that, people are listening. I know, and that's like that's a huge thing for us. Is again, it changes my perspective on. You know, we talked a little bit ago about Warner Nashville really trying to push my brand of country music to radio stations that uh, wouldn't play it normally right you know i mean let's just face it uh country radio sometimes doesn't seem that country and if you listen to my music that's what it is it's it's more country than a lot of things you hear you know you got guys like john party that are out there pushing that traditionalist sound a little bit heartache on the dance floor right hardcore country think about i mean it just so it is nice to get played on stations and but i'm always very very honest with radio pds uh on major market stations is hey man just remember that I'm not ever going to have feelings invested in this. If if you don't play my music, it hasn't really changed anything other than the 13 years of people on the Texas Regional Radio Report playing it. Right. We made our living, and we've made our mark with streaming. So to get that one billion stream mark was like it was for me. It was just like confirmation of hey man, no matter what happens, just keep doing what we're doing. Just keep doing what we're doing, no matter how big or how small or how uh, whether we get TV opportunities or whether we get the major radio. Just keep doing what we're doing because it's working on that end. Go out, play shows, right? Put out music, sing songs. Exactly. The formula works, man. Yeah, it it's pretty working. simple. It's working. <laughs> uh, Cody Johnson with us. It's Radio Texas Live. We got more on the way. Cody, man, it's so good to see you. I mean, we've known each other for 12, 13 years. You've come a long way. Neither one of us had this gray hair in our beard when we met. Dude, mine is getting so white. Mine's getting bad. It's getting white. Are you doing gray or white? I'm kind of like in the calico stage right now. It's kind of just kind of (laughs) blondish. Yeah, I'm getting getting these patches of white in my beard. I actually pull out my chest hairs that are white. The white ones, like, they got to go. No white chest hairs. Um, But, dude, so it's it's been a decade, well over a decade. Uh, from like you just said, you know, knocking on the door of the radio station, trying to get in. You have your pickup truck to you know 
couple tour buses touring with Miranda Lambert right now. How awesome is it for you right now being out on the road with Miranda? Well, it's it's amazing. You know, I think that you and I both know that I've kind of always had that little bit of an underdog kind of mentality of I'm going to I'm I'm okay with working harder than the next guy or the next girl or whoever. So one of the things that we've said and I, I told you this off air earlier. One of the things that I've said in my shows for a long time is you know how many people are seeing this show for the very first time. And they'll raise their hands and it, usually it's because I'm going to elicit a call and response that people that have been to my shows they know it's coming. Right. Because we do it at every single show cuz it's fun. And I haven't changed it up so that everybody kind of knows, okay, here's that part. And I started doing it to say all right, for those of you that have been to a show, help your neighbor out. You know what to do. But then when we got to the Miranda Lambert show, the first one, I think I said, and, and my tour manager, Jackson, sitting here with me, uh, he was the one that, he goes, did you see that tonight? I'm like, yeah. We're playing an arena full of people. I mean, it's probably 8,000 people. And I said, how many people are seeing this show, are they seeing me and this band live for the very first time? And the entire arena picks their hands up and starts screaming. And I'm going, <laughs> well, God almighty, I'm glad I put on my good shirt tonight. You know, like. But it changed the mentality for right. me and my band from that You're point from on. People who don't know you, right? We're going, hey man, awesome. we're here to make new fans. We're here right. to show these people right. who we are, and that's how we've built our career so far. So it's like you never stop building, you never stop working. Cody Johnson with us. It's Radio Texas Live. We got more on the way. Cody currently out on tour with Miranda Lambert, and you guys are closing out the show. You and Lanco, she brings you back out on the stage to sing the uh, Travis Tritt Smash song. It's a great day to be alive. That's really fun, and it's like because I think that's one of those. What does she call it? Uh, an all skate. She's like, that's just a song everybody Everyone can knows. sing. Yes. Yeah, everybody yes. knows. Ah, ooh, you know, yes. everybody does it. It's fun. And her open door to us and Lanco. Uh, my production manager Clint said he said this is the best camp I've I think I've worked with. This is the easiest camp I think I've worked with. I mean, we're getting to play places that we need to develop, right? And we could go do it the way we've done it for a decade. It's harder that but way. But why though. would you it's not want to get harder. in front of Miranda Lambert and right. play in front of eight thousand people? You know, and, and right. it's, it's been really fun. That's awesome. I've, I've, everything I've heard about her, she's great to go on tour with. Like she really cares about her opening acts, and she she's she's bringing you because she wants to expose you to people, right? And, and honestly, like. Uh, her husband and, and my wife and, and all her band and my band, like you're hanging out after the shows and you're all kind of sitting around. It's like, man, you just these people all you, you kind of feel like you've known them for a while. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's, so it's a very easy personality blend too. Uh, Cody, you're set to play Rodeo Houston. It's going to be your fourth straight year doing that. You sold it out last year. Seventy three thousand people. Is that your biggest crowd that you've played for? Like even if you're sharing a stage? No. Uh, we opened up for George Strait at Gillette Stadium and that was eighty five thousand. Okay, and so it was full because when George Strait plays, people get there early. Everybody comes. Yeah, it was, so, it was so packed. That was actually where I was going to go with that. Did did George invite you to go out to Gillette Stadium with him before or after you sold out Rodeo Houston? It would have been after. You know, and I, I had not until that day. I had not personally met George. I'm 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 friends with some close friends of his. But like you know, you've known me for a long time. I'm not ever that guy. Like, so I'm like oh, that's George Strait over there. Cool. Let him eat his dinner. Right. Like, you know what right. I mean? Like, I'm not that guy. I just don't want to be that guy. But my manager and his manager, Irv, uh, and, and Irv and I have known each other for years. And finally, it was one of those, hey, we're going to do this show up here. Would you be willing to do it? And this is something I'm glad you asked this because I really want to, especially for your show, I really want to make sure that I say this. We were booked to play Coke Fest in Austin for Coke FM the yes. night of the George Strait show. And they were like, well, we're going to have to figure out how to cancel that. And I was like, no, we're not. And they're like, well, George Strait. Gillette Stadium and I said, right. I said I don't care I said you call Eric Rains at Coke FM and if Eric Rains doesn't agree to let us switch the dates or work something out if he doesn't put his blessing on it we're not doing it Eric told me about that yeah and, he, and, and my manager was like are you seriously fixing to not play a George Strait show and I said if you turn your back 
on a radio station that's been playing us from the very beginning in Austin, Texas, to go do that, you're turning your back on every radio station that's ever played us in the, from the very beginning. And, uh, you know, I hope that somebody out there hearing this gets that back to Eric. I really I really meant that. But, yeah, they were very gracious. They let us switch our date. So we played in Austin and jumped on a private jet and flew all night to get to Gillette Stadium in Boston. And it was some kind of a day. That's awesome, man. So you went from a sold-out show in Austin to a sold-out show at the home of the then Super Bowl reigning Super Bowl champion, uh, New England Patriots. Yeah, no, how, no pressure. <laughs> how great was it? How great was it? It was good. It was that place. Like I've always heard, like oh, can imagine what the Roman Coliseum looked like back in the day whenever right. they were having. It has nothing on Gillette Stadium. Like it, there's just a, you feel like you are in the middle of the universe. It's a really big, daunting stage. Radio Texas Live. I'm Buddy Logan. Cody Johnson with us. So you got to play with George Strait. Have you sat down with George? Have you actually had an opportunity to sit down with him? Have, have you spent any time with him? We hung out for a minute. Kind of had a drink. Just took but a picture. I had him sign my guitar. I, I said, man, I knew. I, I swore I wouldn't do this. But I've got one of my guitars that I probably, I, I guarantee you, actually, I've played it in your studio. Yeah. And now I've got Merle Haggard and a bunch of very... Do you want me to, do you want me to sign it? Yeah. I don't have it with me. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, how convenient. Brady Black how from convenient. Randy Rogers Band told me that one time. He goes, you want me to sign that? I said, no, man, I'm good. He goes, seriously, bro, I'll sign it. <laughs> and it anyway, I had, him, I had him sign my guitar, and we just kind of sat around and just had a quick conversation, but it was very... You know, you're standing, there, you're standing there talking to the king of country music, but he's just a human being, too. Right. You know, I got to hear some very normal, hey, boy, keep... Keep kicking their, you know what's out there, you know, and keep keep doing what you're doing. I'm real proud for you, he said, and you know that just little stuff like that means a lot. Oh, for sure, without a doubt. Cody Johnson with us. We got more with Cody coming up. It's Radio Texas Live. We love our sponsors, and you should do. More RTX Live coming up. Uh, Cody, we're just talking about you talking with George Strait, and speaking of speaking with heroes, given your new platform and extended reach. Have you got the chance, an opportunity to uh, to catch up with any of your other heroes? Honestly, the most in-depth conversation I've had with one of my heroes this year that changed that that changed some things for me, and a real, actual conversation uh, was with Willie Nelson. Really, we we were at the CMA Awards this year, and I'm going to give you a little tidbit information here. So we've already cut a few songs for my next record. Uh, we are piling up songs for the next record, and we're going to go this year and go cut the rest of them. But one of the ones that I've already got done is a duet with Willie Nelson. Really? With my band. Really? And Mickey Raphael. I can't tell you what song. I can't tell is you it when it's going to be out. Is it, is it a, it's a new song? N- no, it's a it's a very old, obscure Willie thing that was special to me. Nice. And uh, like I said, I'm not going to say anything about it until the release of the album because we want to make it to be a special thing. But I got to sit down with Willie and tell him the story of why I cut that song. I had seen him on PBS after a gig late one night and he was on Austin City Limits and he was fresh out of Nashville and his hair wasn't very long uh, still like, wore a suit and tie yeah, kind of yeah. thing and and he told this story about this song and it impacted me for the rest of my career and I got the opportunity to record it before I knew I was going to record the song and then we get like hey do you think Willie would do this? No, of course Willie no, will do it No I don't think Willie will do it and then hey Willie's going to do it What? That's you know, awesome. But I got to have that conversation with him and it was really it was really fun to sit there and talk to one of your heroes and them just be very normal. I can say that about George and Willie. They're just they're just good men. Awesome. I'll talk about the new album. We're gonna do that coming up. Big show, Cody Johnson back. It's Radio Texas Live. I'm Buddy Logan. Cody, it is always good to see you, man. You too, brother. Um, you you uh, you're talking about doing a duet with Willie mm-hmm. on your new album, your next album coming out. A few months ago, word got started going around that you were actively looking for '90s songs. You were actively looking for songs written in the '90s 
like some hidden gems, maybe something falling through the cracks. How is that hunt coming? How is the search going? It's been really, it's been really fun. So I have to give all the credit to my manager Howie and uh, my A and R rep that's been with me for a long time too, Scott Gunner. They came up with this idea of what did he call it? The great twentieth century Cody Johnson song search. Nice. It was like, a, and it was like this gala for these guys and gals to come out. But we specific, like to your point, we specifically asked for songs written pre two thousand. Right, not songs that sound pre-2000. You wanted, you I wanted, wanted stuff, stuff that was written that was too country for the radio. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I wanted stuff that no, that other artists wouldn't cut because they would go, well, it can't work on radio. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, our next single that we're going to follow up with Nothing On You uh, is 99.9% sure it's going to be Dear Rodeo off of my album. Really? So to connect the dots here for you. That song's not supposed to work on mainstream radio. No, either. I mean, that's, that would work in the 90s. But we're doing it. Yes. So it was like, why not go ahead and... So you can't... You got you to think about guys like Tony Lane that have got to have something hidden under their mattress. There's a million songwriters that I can name right now that stopped getting hits after the 80s and 90s because they didn't know how to change. adapt to write that type of country right. music. Right. And I'm not throwing mud. Anybody that hears this interview, you can squash that i'm not throwing mud i'm saying there's a difference in today's country music and what my influence is and what those people their wheelhouse of writing was can we do dear rodeo do you want to play dear rodeo can we sure, spin it right absolutely. now um possibly going to be your next single possibly there's a good chance we're gonna i'm winking <laughs> uh, cody johnson dear rodeo we got more with kojo coming up if you love Texas and Red Dirt and you want to listen to it 24-7, download our app. It's free. Search Radio Texas Live in your app store or Google Play. Get it and we'll go wherever you go. Commercial free, Texas and Red Dirt. All right, Cody Johnson hanging out with us. A few months ago, I got out that he was looking for songs written in the 1990s. We'll dig into that coming up. Cody, we were talking about it a minute ago. You're looking for uh, songs for your new album, your next album, that were written in the 90s. Songs from the 1990s. What do you say to people who say, why don't you write your own songs? Buddy, I've said this a million times to you. If I'd have thought I was the best songwriter, I would have have wrote them all already. Right. You know what I mean? But these guys and girls that are, they are so talented and they have music that for a lot of years is being wasted. It's just sitting there. And I, and I think you can see this too. The pendulum in country music is swinging back. There will be, there will be a lot more traditional. And you know what? I mean, I think there's going to be a lot more cowboy hats. I think there's going to be a lot more steel guitars starting to happen. It's coming back. Now John, but, we're just talking about John Party a right. second ago, the heartache medication. That's there's fiddle in that song. There's not fiddle on country radio anymore. No, it just went at least at least not going number one. At maybe, least not maybe, going maybe, number yeah. one. Well, and you got uh, guys like the guys from Midland, freaking uh, what's the what's the watch the cigarettes burn out. Those guys. That's are, a Gary Stewart song all yeah. day. But I mean, it's like you can feel that reminiscent of old traditional country music coming back. But I guess my point was is those writers. I feel like I'm being more creative with some of those songs than I would be writing it myself. Uh, for instance, you bring me a song. And, and I, I hear the song and I know I like it. I know there's something good about it. One song was pitched to me upbeat and really happy. And I took the same song, changed a few lines, slowed it way down and kind of gave it like a dark perspective. And uh-huh. it completely changed it. And, and the guys that wrote it were going, dude, where did that come from? And I'm like, I don't know. I, the inspiration for whenever I heard that, my brain starts going and I can hear this whole other thing, this perspective that the writers didn't have on it. Right. So now I get to be a writer on the song. Now it's a co-write. Yeah. Yeah, and right. it's, but yeah. it was it, to me, it was more creative. I guess it was a piece like of my took, brain I got that I haven't used. I wouldn't use that side of my brain if I was writing it myself. On your own. You took right. something that was there and changed it into something else. You, right. you saw something different inside of it. I could see that. And that's it's fun because I've yeah. never had the opportunity to do that. You know, like I'm getting to use muscles I've never used. You know that's what I mean? That's awesome. That's awesome. 
Cody Johnson with us. It's Radio Texas Live. I'm Buddy Logan. Cody, man, uh, really good to see you. Your family, gorgeous. So happy for you. Girl, dad, we, but we Yours got that too. Going I was on. just going to say, we're, you, for those of you that we're, we're actually doing this on my bus, and I'm sitting here looking at your wife and two little girls, and like, they're zombified with that phone, aren't they? Mine do that too. Like, we keep the phone away from them. We and do, then, but like, once you give it to them, it's an it's emergency. A, yeah. It's like an emergency. And if not, they'd be jumping all over the place right now. <laughs> yes, we could not yes. do this interview well, right now. Well, he walks on the bus, and the first thing I do is I'm like, hey, kids, you want chocolate milk and cookies? So <laughs> tonight, whenever uh, the Logans are cussing We're Kojo. Gonna, there's a reason. That's right. That's right. That's right. But uh, how, how do you how do you kind of uh, handle that? Because you don't post a lot of pictures of your family. You do, but not a lot. Do you guys have you and your wife had a conversation about how you want to address that, or is it just? Yeah, my kids didn't sign up for this. That's kind of how I, I feel. Yeah. You know, people really gravitate to these celebrity type figures, and they want to know everything about them. They want to know everything about their kids and their wife. And I'm going, well, that's that's great. You can dig on me all you want, but. I don't want them to ever feel like that I've put them in a spotlight or a place of uncomfortability. Right. You know what I mean? Because I mean, for you're looking, you're looking ahead a lot. Of, you're taking, you're taking well, what, yeah, in the future. They might be like, hurt, Dad, why'd you do this to me? Right. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to hurt their development. But on the other hand, sometimes the less you put out means more. Right. As far as social media, um, and I'm a pretty private guy. Cody Johnson with us. We got more coming up. It's Radio Texas. Live. Radio Texas. Radio Texas live with Buddy Logan. Cody Johnson. On with us, Cody. Talking about social media, you don't do a lot of it yourself, personally. This is going to blow some people's mind. I have never once logged on to a social media outlet. I knew that. I, I don't, you, don't, you don't do it. You're not I don't have that. a news feed on my phone. I don't have, like, for me... I remember me, trying to talk with you about things before, like, on, on Twitter or Facebook. Right. Like, I, I don't know. I don't. Well, and, and so now I monitor it once a quarter. Uh, crowd once a quarter. Every, once, a once a quarter. Well, <laughs> unless there's something <laughs> like, that comes Twitter, up. It's October. Let's check out what's going on Well, Twitter. no, I mean, like, people will say... Because uh, I want them to, see, and I do monitor it. Like yeah. through my wife, I do monitor. Hey, they were going to post this. What does that look like? What kind of reaction is that getting? But I don't want to be the person doing it because it right. just clouds my mind too much. Right. It really does. And you can get sucked into it. You really can. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of people in this industry get sucked into it, and it really ruined a lot of their right potential. Good, or, going, good or bad. Ah. Good or bad. It's, well, it's not. It's not. I always had the record great. label come to me recently about something I'd said on stage that. Uh, Someone took us political and uh, called me all kinds of crazy names and really took what I said out of context. Like really, and they were really, really, really concerned about it, and they were not happy with how a little concern. I was like, I don't care about that. Yeah. Like, hey, we got a show an hour. Why are we talking about this? Right, right. And it was like, well, these people are saying that, and I went, so ignore it. Why are you getting so fired up about this? Like, you're not ever going to make everybody happy. You know what Impossible. I mean? Possible. Yeah, just let it go. I mean, but people are entitled to their opinion. If you hate me, you hate me. <laughs> Cody Johnson with us. It's Radio Texas Live. I can't get out of here uh, without asking you about the tattoo. Well, it goes all the way up. Which yes. one? Uh, the, the one that goes from, I guess, you're, where is it at? That's new since the last time I saw you, Cody. I've got a color in so that so that from the elbow up is all my girls. I've got my wife and my daughters, Claire May and Corey, and I've got to color it all in. I let them design the tattoos. One one wanted a rose and one wanted a sunshine because I always told her she was my sunshine. <laughs> and the rose is for Corey, whose whose birthday is February twelfth. She'll be so this next Wednesday. She should be, she'll be three. Three. Okay. Yeah, so I have a five and a three year old. How did this How did this happen though? What What What, what? So I got really so we we'd been out. We were driving to Sturgis uh, in the Dakotas. You know, right, right, and. Like four bus breakdowns. At this point, I've replaced everything under my bus. It was just a rough year of bus breaking and sure. show cancellations out of our control because of rain or snow or ice. And it was just like I've got frustrated. And we get to Sturgis after a rainout, and they go, "Hey, there's a chance the show might rain out tonight." And I went, "You know what? 
screw this, I'm going to get a tattoo. And I just was like, either I'm going to punch a wall because right. I'm so frustrated. I've already prayed. That didn't calm me down. <laughs> I had a beer. That didn't calm me down. So I went to the tattoo shop, and I got my band brand, the Rock and CJB, on my hand. What did your wife and, say the uh, first time she saw it? She was with me. Oh, she was there? Yeah, she okay. was with She was on board. Me. And uh, I've got the pine trees with Native East Texan on my arm, and then I've got the feathers for Grofton Indians, so... It's, it's kind of just man. well, it and all this was done in like Fargo and uh, Minnesota and the Dakotas, and it was all done like I think one of the reasons why the feathers and the trees happened is because I was really homesick, and no matter where I go, I can always look down at my East Texas pine trees and my and my feathers from the Grofton Indians. You know, it kind of makes me think I've got my girls on my arm, you know, and these are all things in my life. They all represent things in my life that nobody can take from me. So I just figured may as well put it under my skin. I could dig it. And then there's just drunk one on my chest that I got. That's the drunk one. Yeah, <laughs> That's the drunk yeah. One. <laughs> That was the drunk tattoo. Texas, Everybody needs a drunk bricks? tattoo. Is it Texas and bricks. Yep. Texas and bricks, and bricks for the Huntsville. <laughs> oh, for the eat, prison. Eat your heart out, prison system. <laughs> Cody Johnson, man, thank you so much. Congratulations. Thanks, it's been a hell of a several years for you. Thank so you for always supporting you, me, brother. Dude, Seriously, always, always. Thank you so much, Cody. Thanks. RTX Live. The truth.